it's it's more prevalent generally the further north you travel or the further south the further you move away from the equator the higher the prevalence of of sad and is that just because that it's you have more extreme periods of darkness there. exactly yeah so and then you have winter blues which is a kind of like sub-syndromal you know a kind of milder form of it where people you know i think a lot more people feel like this I think up to about 30 percent of Brits have 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 winter blues where you feel a bit more sluggish in winter you want to eat more carbohydrates you feel like you want to sleep more you just feel a little bit more down um, and then in the summer you feel happier and more cheerful so we've talked about how uh, lots of us in the west don't really get enough light during the day because we're indoors and that actually at night we probably get too much light in the book, you meet a community of people that have a much more traditional relationship with light, and that's the Amish in the US. What did you find out about them? Um, the Amish are interesting because they, for religious reasons, they live off grid. They basically don't want to be connected to the grid um, and have electricity in their homes because of the things it brings, things like the internet, television, radio, all that sort of thing. Um, it's not that they're opposed to electricity per se, and they do have solar panels to charge You know their power tools and that sort of thing um but you know their evenings are darker and they and they also spend far more of their daytimes outdoors so many of them still work in agriculture so it's a bit like so so their kind of constant permanent way of life is is very similar to actually this experiment that you did on yourself for just a month in december yeah um so lots of natural light during the day and then a lot less artificial light at night yes Um, how does that impact their health what's the evidence about how things like that might be impacting their propensity to sad yeah well when you're talking about sad the amish are really fascinating for that reason because they have the lowest incidence of sad of any caucasian population that's been studied so far the lowest the lowest yeah so you know they they're kind of the same latitude as new york and they have far lower levels than yeah you know other other americans living in new york so do scientists think that 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 is partly because of their relationship with light yeah i mean some of it might be cultural that they you know they don't they don't want to be complaining about you know the winter and the things that god has provided but but also you know there's there's fairly good reason to think that it might have something to do with the light they get up early and they get outside and see that dawn light so you know they don't need sad lights because they get outside and see <laughs> see the dawn the real thing. they've yeah. got the real thing yeah. As well as the Amish, another group of people that live in tune with their environment and the natural levels of sunlight are the Sami, who we heard singing at the beginning of the show. Back up in Tromsø, we met Ken, a traditional Sami reindeer herder, and he told us a bit more about how he adapts his way of life to the seasons. My name is Ken Evan Berg, and I come from a village called Karashok, where I grew up in a reindeer herding family. Sometimes I wake up early, and sometimes I just really don't want to leave my bed. Out of curiosity, when do you wake up? When you're working? Uh, you're when I'm working, I try to save energy, so I'm maybe up 8 o'clock in the morning. And then what time do you go to bed? Uh, maybe 2, 3 in the morning. Really? Yeah, yeah. So you only get, like, what, 6 hours sleep? Yeah. You're like a morning person and a night yeah. person in one. <laughs> that, that's what I kind of was telling yeah. uh, somewhere in between. But it's also the same with reindeer herding as well, because it's the animal that decides when you're up and yeah. when you're asleep. So the Sami lifestyle, especially from a reindeer herder's perspective, is you don't follow clocks. You follow seasons and you follow your animals and they decide your life. So if you have a date 4 o'clock and the reindeers decide that they want to move 3 o'clock, then, yeah, you're missing that date. 
Well, that's something that's kind of come up, actually, the, a lot of people we've been speaking to, is that kind of today in society, you kind of have to get up at nine o'clock or yeah. four nine o'clock to start your job. And I think even though we are, Samis are in a modern society, I think we're still balancing between the modern and the traditional uh, way of living. Because when you're tired, you sleep, and when you're not tired, you wake up. So Ken, as a reindeer herder, has to go wherever his animals take him, which could be at any time of the night. And that's because reindeer have taken seasonal adaptation to light levels much, much further than we can. Back at the University of Tromsø, we met Gabriella Wagner, who is an expert in the body clocks of Arctic animals. And she introduced us to some extremely cute ones. Oh, baby reindeer. Hello, you come to collect your lichen. We are standing just literally metres away from two adorable baby reindeer and we're kind of surrounded by snow and mountains. It's amazing, but why are we here? We're making a programme about day and night people. Why are we looking at reindeer? Reindeer are fantastic in that they have a body clock that they seem to be able to just switch off at times of the year and then turn it on again when they need it. In the winter and summer, reindeer behave arrhythmically meaning that they're awake and asleep at seemingly random times throughout the day and night, instead of the pattern that's familiar to us humans, of being awake in the day and asleep at night. Behaviourally, it looks like they haven't got a body clock, 